So I wanted to share just a little bit about our call and um, our personal call to Haiti. And in this one, I wanted to pull out a scripture here and share something out of the Bible. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and go over to John chapter 6. If you go to chapter 6, go to the first verse and read it. It says, uh, After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is in the Sea of Tiberias, and a great multitude followed him, because they saw his miracles, which he did on them, that were diseased. And uh, I, I want you to look at that and, and think about, in this, in this scripture here, what's going on is Jesus was doing these miracles. And he was doing all kinds of great things. And people were getting all excited because here's this great king. I mean, there's a lot of promise. And this guy's coming in. He's going to take over. And we're going to be part of this. And we're pretty excited about this. And uh, we want to be a part of this. And he was getting all these multitudes. Shortly after this, he feeds the 5,000. Man, people were just getting excited. Man, we, this is our, our king. This is Here he is. Jesus is here. And then he starts teaching. Go, to, go to, uh, over here to verse 66. He starts some teaching that gets difficult. He starts talking about his death and about how people may have to suffer and partake of that death. And people are, It's not going to be this big, glorious kingdom that they're all expecting. It's not just going to be all roses and glorious and yay and wonder. It's going to be tough. And he starts teaching them some stuff that these people are like, man, I'm not so sure of. And in verse 66 it says this, From that time many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then Jesus said unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. You know, I, when I was thinking about God's call on us to go to Haiti, um, that's an individual call on our family. God's told our family to do this, I know without a doubt. But you know, it's not always an easy decision, right? God's called every one of us to do stuff. It's not always easy. You may just say, get up at four in the morning and go to work every day. And that's not easy. You know, there's different things that he may call us to do. And it's, it's difficult. I wonder how many of us get, get pushed into this thought process of saying, man, it's just too tough. And become part of this crowd that says, you know, I, I want to follow you, and it's really great. I'm glad you got all these, these promises and this wonderful life that you've promised, but, you know, it's too tough. There comes a point when it's too tough. But the disciples answered so well. Simon Peter said, what? Where else are we going to go? When God calls us to do something, when God says, I want you to do this, it don't matter how tough it is. What other choice do we have? Somebody asked me about when I got saved, you know, it's like, well, how did you get saved? And what did God said? I don't feel too special because it was real simple. God was real. Once the, the light bulb went on that God was real, you got no choice but to follow him and do what he asked, do you? Can you really look at God and say, no, I'm sorry, that's too tough. I know you're real, but that's that's too tough. I can't do what you're asking me, God. Imagine for a second, I was just thinking about these people that walked away. Imagine what, what, what they did later on in their life. Imagine, you know, at this point, Jesus still had more of a ministry to go. 
He had more of a life, and, and they left. He said, I'm done. I wonder how many of them sat at home and maybe 10 years later said, man, what if we'd have stuck with that guy? What would have happened to our lives? Man, what did we miss out on? At first, you know, it's like, this is too tough. I, it's, it looks better to go back. But like Simon Peter and, and, and the disciples, man, they, they knew the answer was, we got nowhere to go. We got nothing. We could leave. Yeah, we got jobs. We could go back to our houses. We could go enjoy life and a little bit of comfort. But really, compared to you, where are we going to go? We got nowhere to go. So I was thinking about that just for all of us. When God calls on our lives, when God says, man, I want you to do this. I want you to do this or that or whatever he's got on our lives. Where else are we going to go? That's the response he wants to hear. Is we got nowhere else to turn. We got no option. Go over and read. I like, I like this. Uh, Philippians chapter 3. As you're turning over there, um, you share something else. People are always saying to us when we talk about going to Haiti. Say, what about your kids? You ever, I mean, I even think about that. What about your kids? Aren't you worried they might get hurt? Worried about your family is going to get hurt? What about your kids? And the thought dawned on me when I was sharing with somebody. I said, God didn't worry about Jesus when he sent him down, did he? He knew he was sending Jesus into a very dangerous situation, his son, into a very dangerous situation where he was going to die. And God is my example. Jesus is my example, right? But then there's always the, ex the next thought is, well, yeah, but I mean, he's God and he knew Jesus was going to come back to life. Yeah, he'd have to suffer, but he knew Jesus was going to rise again. And then it dawned on me when I was thinking one day, well, don't I know the same? Don't I know the same thing? If I went, it's hard to say this, but if I go to Haiti and my kids suffer, and even, God forbid, one of them would to die, don't I have the confidence in the truth that Jesus is true and that, that, that they're going to rise again? How, how, can I, how can I be any less than God? So, at first, when you think about that, you say, well, well, of course God could send his son into a dangerous situation and stuff like that. But um, because he knew the end result. But I do, too. Isn't that cool? What could we do if we really if we lived in an eternal spiritual mindset and not in a worldly mindset? What, could, what would we do? We, we wouldn't be worried about anything, would we? We wouldn't be like this guy. This verse, I, I, I love this. Go to Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Brethren, I, can't, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Anybody ever read that scripture and realized, oh man... That's, that just really cuts me deep. Anybody ever been in this life and we become kind of like a man that's running a marathon and we do one of two things. We either get so far out ahead that we just kind of settle down and say, you know what, I'm going to take a break. I mean, I'm way ahead to this game. I got it figured out. I'm good. I'm going to go sit down and take a break. Or we're so far behind that we just decide to give up. It's like, there's, there's no way. I'm in this race, but I'm so far behind I just can't do it. And so we just want to give up. This, this guy, you know, a, a picture, when I read this verse, I, I pictured this guy that's done that. And, it, and it's a picture of some of us sometimes. He hasn't really left the course or left the race. 
he just kind of sat down and he's enjoying the scenery. He's watching things go by. He's getting complacent. He's just kind of like, you know, I, either I'm so far ahead so I can take a break. I deserve a break. Or he's so far behind that he's like, oh, why bother? Right? So many things have went wrong. I've messed up so many times. Why bother? But God doesn't tell us this. He says, I don't, I don't count myself to have apprehended. If, if, if you find yourself, I know these two things may not seem to relate, but I think they do. And, and that if you find yourself, God saying, it's time to get up and we got to go. I've called you to do this thing. You've been ignoring me. You haven't done it. You, you, you know what I want in your life and you haven't done it. And, he, and he's found you sitting by a tree just kind of relaxing. Realize that just like our bodies, spiritually, it's going to be kind of difficult to get up and get back in the race again. It says our bodies kind of, they, what, what's that? There's a word for it that they kind of just atrophy. Spiritually, we do the same thing sometimes. When we get kind of complacent. And, and Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. I forget the things that are behind, and I reach forth unto those things which are before. I love this verse. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Guys, this, this life in Jesus is a high calling. It's, it's an extremely high calling. It's not just something that we can just idly walk through and just say, whatever. This is a high calling, and God's put an individual high calling on every one of our lives. Go to John chapter 12. Got one more. Back over here to John. You all, you all know this scripture so well, but verse 25, He that loveth his life shall lose it, and he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. If any man serve me, let him follow me, and where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. You know, I was wanting to share a little bit of encouragement to say, what's God called you guys to do? What's Individually, what's God called each one of you to do? And, and, and what has he told you? Say, no, don't turn back. Don't walk away from this. It may be tough, but don't let it go. Don't, 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 don't forget it. Don't, don't just walk away because God's all you got. It's a high calling he has. He has on your life a very high calling. But on this one is, if you love your life, you'll lose it. But if you lay down your life and accept that high calling, there's a life you're going to gain. And as I was writing that, I thought to myself, I... Not everybody in this room is called to go to Haiti. Uh, it's so easy for me to pack up my family and go to Haiti. Me and Kelly were talking. It's so it, it doesn't even... Because we know for sure, without a doubt, that's what God's called us to do. I'm not here this morning to try to make anybody feel guilty about not going to Haiti or not going to Africa. Or I don't know what God's put on each one of your individual lives. I only know what He's put on mine. But the... The challenge that I wanted to kind of stand up and, and share with you all this morning uh, around my calling is that God has put some calling on your life. I know that without a doubt. He's got something that he's called you to do and he, he wants you to do. And the question we got to ask ourselves is when that call comes and when, when, when I know that God's got something for me to do and it gets tough and I say, God... 
I don't I don't know if I can do this. I don't know. I it's too tough. The, the costs are too much. The What I've got to give up is too much. The question is, am I going to walk away and be like one of those people there at the very beginning that's going to say, you know, I can't do it. I can't do this. Or am I going to be the people like Peter that said what? He says, I will lay down my life. I've given it up. My life is past. I forget, like in Philippians, I forget what's behind. I lay it down and I look at him and I say, God, where else am I going to go? I got no other choice but to follow you. I'm in the race. That's kind of what I was thinking of when I was reading this. I'm, I'm in this race and I ain't going to quit. And I, I, that's maybe one of the most encouraging things about being here. I was telling you how grateful I am to be a part of this group of people is that I've met a lot of other people that don't need to hear this. I, I can stand up here and know that mo it's almost like preaching to the choir. People are saying, I hear you, Brian. I'm in the race too. But I'm hoping maybe... When that time gets tough, maybe it gets a little difficult, you'll remember this and remember some of these scriptures and you'll be able to use them to say, yeah, I remember that. I got nowhere to go. Yeah, God's told me to do this and, and I don't know how it's going to work out. It, it's scary as all get out to take this next step. I, I feel like everybody in the world is going to think I'm an idiot for doing this, whatever God's called me to do. But I remember the scripture that says, so what? Where else, where else am I going to go? I got, I got nobody else. I got nobody else but Jesus. And we get in this race and we do it. Doesn't it sound like fun to be a part of a bunch of people that are just like going full bore after Jesus instead of when it gets tough, you're like, are they going to make it? Are they going to make it? And I want to be a part of that group of people that just runs it. So I, I thank you for y'all prayers as we go down there. I thank you for your encouragement. Uh, but I, I, I pray that... Uh, Hopefully somehow our lives maybe encourage somebody else to step out and do something. Um, I know I've been encouraged by some of y'all and, and some of the things you guys are doing. And uh, just pray for us, and we'll be praying for you. And I, my prayer for y'all is that God will do amazing things with each one of you. He will take some of these scriptures, take some of these things. And, I, and right now, i got to believe, just because I've sat down and listened to people share scriptures and things like this before, that there's somebody sitting right now that God's just going, remember I told you to do that and you just didn't do it. My challenge for you is to just don't wait. And walk out of this place today and say, okay, that's right. I'm moving forward. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get up and we'll start moving and I'm going after it. And I don't care what anybody says. I'm going after this. And people can say I'm a fool. Who else do I got? Man, I got Jesus. So I don't need to pray. Father, I pray you'll take these words and you'll stick them in our hearts. You'll ingrain them in our hearts, God. Help us to remember when times get tough, when the call gets hard, when when you you, you call on us to lay down our lives. Remind us, God, that there's no other choice. That you're all we got. When we accepted you at the day of our salvation, that, that person, whoever we were, ceased to exist. God, we're a new creation. And even if we wanted to go back, God, we can't. You're all we got. Help us to hold on to you, God. Help us to follow hard after you and to choose you in everything, Father. Encourage us. love you, Father. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.